This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. I'm Kathy White, and this is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of the station. Joining me is the most high-honored head of a museum in the history of the head of museums in Broome County. Hi, Michael Grasso. How are you? I am great, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me on. From Roberson Museum and Science Center. <laughs> or Roberson, whatever. In the, the palatial mansion of Alonzo and Margaret Roberson over on Front Street in Binghamton. It is home for the holidays time. It is home for the holidays time, and it is going splendidly. It has been a great season, and we are just uh, thrilled to pieces with how everything looks, all of the volunteers that came in. It's it's my favorite time of the year. It's a favorite time of the year for a lot of people, a uh, renewed favorite time of the year, if you will, because last year was a little strange, and this year isn't quite 100% back to throngs of people lined up down into the parking lot past the carriage house to get in. Um, let's talk about how Home for the Holidays, uh, first of all, before we get into the logistics of how it's working, let's talk about, in case people are new to the area, what Home for the Holidays at the museum over there on Front Street in Binghamton, what it is that's been going on for, like, decades. Decades, indeed. I believe this is year number 67 of our annual Home for the Holidays, and I was nervous in... Um, previous years due to COVID that we were going to upset our streak, um, but we were able to hold it last year, and we are holding it again this year. Wow. So Home for the Holidays is a holiday celebration that features an international forest that includes holiday traditions from all different cultures all around the world. We have our uh, community trees, so different nonprofits and businesses and individuals who come in they decorate trees in the most fantastical and fabulous ways. Oh, let's be honest. Some of them are really bizarre. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely are. Yes, okay. we we love that. It's it's funny. Recently, I was having a conversation with somebody about how bizarre the trees are, and in <laughs> some some ways, I get kind of immune to it because I see them so much. So, for example, the Boy Scouts did a tree this year. And someone pointed out that the tree skirt is made out of a sleeping bag. And oh, I didn't cool. even, it, right, it was such a great idea. Like, it's a plaid, it's beautiful, it makes perfect sense. They did a lovely job. And I didn't even realize it was a sleeping bag because, of course, you'd put a sleeping bag Absolutely. under your tree at Roberson Home for the Holidays. Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> and people that are a little bit uh, twisted that are fans of maybe Tim Burton type things. I mean, I've seen some of that, too. We have that, too. We have it all. It, it runs the gamut from the more traditional to um, some people build trees out of things. And uh, I would like to point out that one of our partners this year is the P-TECH program from Broomtag Abosis. Oh. These students are they're engineering students, and they have done the most phenomenal job on displays at Roberson's entrance. They had, um, they had objects welded. They had woodworkers come. Uh, the Binghamton Fire Department showed up to help us hang lights off of the flagpoles wow. for them. It was just 
such a great program, and they've been a wonderful partner along with Raymond Corp in order to make our entrance shiny and bright this year. Well, with the uncertainty of everything last year, do you think that uh, obviously things are going to? I think next year is going to be even you know bigger and, and better. But do you think people are kind of throwing themselves into it even more this year as kind of a wow? We get to do. We have a little more idea of what we can and cannot do. I think so. The the experience that we have had during Home for the Holidays and even in our other programs that have happened at the museum over the course of the last six months or so is that people are interested in getting out, they're doing things, and we're committed to making it as safe as possible for people. So one of the things that we are doing is we are requiring masks inside the museum. And Makes sense. some of that has to do with crowd control, just making sure that, you know, we're we're keeping everybody safe. Um, so vaccine, or excuse me, masks are required for everybody. Um, and we also have a system of time ticketing. So you can reserve a day that you want to come in. That way we'll make sure that the museum doesn't get overfilled with people. So it's a, it's a safe environment. And um, we've seen that in attendance that people are excited to be here. Plenty of room to spread out. Um, but we are, we are booking up. Well, you know what? That is kind of nice anyway. Um, in in past places, not even just Robertson, but also maybe other you know, museums, not even here, but in New York and things like that, you don't get the time that you really want or need to appreciate what you're looking at, whether it's a holiday display or a, a Picasso, you don't have a chance to stand there and really appreciate it because you have somebody that's right there behind you or you're waiting for somebody ahead of you. And, you know, I'm one of these people that don't like to inconvenience people. So I always tell like, <laughs> okay, I, I guess I've seen enough. I got to move along. But, but this, you actually have a little chance to linger and really say, hey, that tree skirt is a sleeping bag. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm a museum junkie, of course. I, when I go on vacation, the first thing I do is look for museums that I can go to because work is fun and fun is work. Um, but, yes, I've absolutely had that experience of waiting in line to see a painting or something like that. And the nice thing about our reserve ticketing um, is that you know that you're not going to be completely overwhelmed with people, that you can bring a wheelchair or a stroller in mm. and be able to move around, um, but also that you have so many different things to look at that if you know one particular room is a little bit crowded, you just kind of wander off to another area and come back later. We, there's no firm out time. You can take as long as you want. You can wander. Um, take your time and see all the sites. Oh, that's great. Over the 67 or so years that the um, the holiday displays in one way, shape, or form, it used to be just called the Christmas Forest. And that's how it pretty much started. It was just a bunch of Christmas trees in uh, some some stuff. that The mansion was decorated in the, uh, the style of the turn of the previous century, back when mm-hmm. Alonzo and Margaret were in there. But, and the, the museum part was, was really a forest of trees that you wandered around. And things have been added over the years, uh, including uh, the, the ethnic trees and, and such, and also some, um, there was some crafts worked in, there were some snacks, a tea party worked in, concerts and things in the, in the uh, planetarium. Um, ha- have things changed for the past this year or maybe that from last year that had to be pushed off to the side? Or what are people going to see that they've loved or maybe stuff that they're, we don't want them to be too disappointed if it's not there? <laughs> 
Well, we. I'm thinking about the trains, Michael. I want to know about the trains. (laughs) Everybody wants to know about the trains. I can assure you the trains are running and they are running on time. Thanks to our group of dedicated train volunteers (laughs) that comes in every Thursday to make sure that the tracks are clean and the trains are running on schedule. So the trains are running. And And Snyder Whiplash hasn't tied anybody to the tracks. No, that's correct. Okay. Uh, for those of you familiar with Rocky and Bullwinkle of yesteryear. We weren't um, even going to go there, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the we do still have weekend programs. We have family craft shops every weekend. There is still entertainment. We had to cut that back last year a little bit because um, singing and any kind of like woodwind instruments weren't yeah. allowed and anything that involved breathing, essentially. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those kinds of things, we can bring those back this year um, and do so in a safe environment. So we will still have entertainment. The planetarium is up and running, and it is up and running better than ever. We have completely replaced the projection system with a brand-new ultra-high-definition 4K something, something, something. It's very technical, um, but it is incredible. I've sat in on several planetarium shows, so people who are familiar with our normal Season of Lights show, we have purchased that again. It is in high-definition and uh, it is a, an all-new experience in there now. It's great. What about um, some people maybe have a good big family group or maybe they have a community group or uh, group homes or things like that that they might want to arrange something? Is that a possibility for people to see the Home for the Holidays as a special arrangement? It absolutely is. We have group rates available, so you can contact the museum. If you are bringing in a large group of people, we can make sure that we can dedicate a time available for you. Um, We do still have school groups coming in. I'm so glad that the field trips are back because last year they were few and far between for Home for the Holidays because kids couldn't get out of their classrooms. But um, we have field trips that are back now, and we schedule those kids to come in at a particular time, usually before the museum opens. So, yes, by all means, if there are any questions, any concerns, contact the museum through the website, give us a call. We are happy to accommodate larger groups. Um, That's not a problem. But plan ahead. If you're a small group or a large group, when you want to lock in a reservation, you you only have limited reservations, so you can't have people just say, oh, we're going to be there and then be no-shows and expect to get their their feedback and and all that kind of stuff because, I mean, that's – first of all, it's inconsiderate with the limited number of reservations, but it's it's just kind of – we're dumb. If I may. <laughs> it, it does get a little bit tricky. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest showing up with a busload of 50 people without having prepared the museum for your arrival. So, right. yes. Um, but like anything now, this is, as we say, this is the reality that we live in. So, yeah, you do have to think ahead a little bit. Um, but we make the process as painless as possible. And even with the reservations, um, we're asking people to reserve by day instead of by hour so we just have okay. a sense of how many people will be in during the course of the day. Oh, that's good. And that gives you a little bit more flexibility on the day that you're planning to visit the museum. As long as we're talking days, um, the exhibit, Home for the Holidays, you guys are seven days a week this year? 
We are seven days a week. We are open at 11 a.m. every single day, and we are open until 5 o'clock every day except Thursday and Friday. We are open until 9 p.m., so we even have late nights for the after-work folks. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. People could have dinner downtown and, you know, that whole business, make a whole whole evening of it. That would be terrific. Um, Absolutely. Christmas Day, you're closed. Uh, close Christmas Day, close Thanksgiving Day. And close New Year's Day. And New Year's Day, correct. But this is going on for people that love to hang, don't want to let go of the holidays. Some people were decorating for the holidays before thanks or before um, <laughs> Halloween. I absolutely uh, just anyway. But for people that like to hang on past Christmas, uh, it it just, just still runs a little bit past Christmas as well. It does. So we like to stay open through um, through part of January so that we can try and capture the folks who do an orthodox christmas oh okay Um, yeah and also it's a nice thing to do on new year's eve it's relaxing um and it gives you a chance to just kind of bring the holiday season to a close don't we don't want to say that already (laughs) (laughs) if if you had to pick just a, a one portion of the museum. I mean, you have the wool section for the community trees. You have the international trees. You have the trains. You have the mansion. What is what would you say is your absolute favorite section? You know, you you can't pick a favorite dog or a favorite child, <laughs> but um, my favorite element of Home for the Holidays, honestly, is the people. Um, the displays are phenomenal. We have professional decorators in the mansion who give of their time and their expertise and their creativity. And it, it's brilliant again this year as it has been every year. Um, my favorite part is coming in, walking through the museum, and talking to people about what they love most. I love the excitement on kids' faces as they're running from tree to tree and saying, look at that, look at that, look at that, Um, and uh, listening to grandparents talk about their memories of being here as children. That's my my absolute favorite part of the holidays is just having so many people engaging in this tradition with us. Where do people go to reserve their day for for checking out the display and stealing ideas for decorating their own homes? <laughs> not that I would is, do that or anything. You know. No, certainly not. I absolutely, can't imagine. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> best place to go is to roberson.org. We have it front and center on our website about how you can reserve your home for the holidays tickets. Um, if you are not an Internet person, that is totally fine. Uh, give us a call at Roberson. And, Kathy, you know the number. 607-772-0660. That's it. <laughs> Thanks a lot for putting me on the spot this year, Michael. I appreciate that. We're I'm getting old. Off. I can't remember things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being my guest, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you too, Kathy. Thank you. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. There's confusion.